0: This is John W. Whitehead, author of Battlefield America, The War on the American People, bringing you a message about the state of our nation. Had the Declaration of Independence been written today, it would have rendered its signers extremists or terrorists, resulting in them being placed on a government watch list, targeted for surveillance of their activities and correspondence, and potentially arrested, held indefinitely stripped of their rights and labeled enemy combatants. This is no longer the stuff of speculation and warning folks. In fact, Attorney General William Barr recently announced plans to target, track, and surveil so-called anti-government extremists and preemptively nip in the butt any threats to public safety and the rule of law. It doesn't matter that the stated purpose of Barr's Anti-Government Extremist Task Force is to investigate dissidents on the far right, what he calls the Boogaloo Movement, or the far left, Antifa, a loosely organized anti-fascist group, who have been accused of instigating violence and disrupting peaceful protests. Boogaloo and Antifa have given the government the perfect excuse for declaring war, with all that entails. Surveillance, threat assessments, pre-crime assessments, and so on. Against so called anti government extremists. Without a doubt, America's revolutionary founders would have been at the top of Barr's list. After all, the people who fomented the American Revolution spoke out at rallies, distributed critical pamphlets, wrote scathing editorials, and took to the streets in protest. They were rebelling against a the government they saw as being excessive in its taxation and spending. For their efforts, they were demonized and painted as an angry mob, extremists akin to terrorists, by the ruler of the day, King George III. Of course, it doesn't take much to be considered an anti-government extremist, also known as a domestic terrorist today. If you believe in and exercise your rights under the Constitution, namely your right to speak freely, worship freely, associate with like-minded individuals who share your political views, criticize the government, own a weapon, demand a warrant before being questioned or searched by the police, or any other activity viewed as potentially anti-government, racist, bigoted, anarchic, or sovereign, you're at the top of the government's terrorism watch list. Indeed, under Barr's new task force, I... Yes, me and every other individual today who dares to speak truth to power could be targeted for surveillance and probably will be cause of what we're really dealing with is a government that wants to suppress dangerous words, words about its warring empire, words about its land grabs, words about its militarized police, words about its killing, its poisoning and its corruption in order to keep its lies alive and going. This is how the government plans to snuff out any attempts by we the people to stand up to its tyranny. Under the pretext of rooting out violent extremists, the government's anti-extremism program will in many cases be utilized to render otherwise lawful, non-violent activities as potentially extremists. Yes, the danger is real. Keep in mind that the government agencies involved in ferreting out American extremists will carry out their objectives to identify and deter potential extremists in concert with fusion centers, data collection agencies, behavioral scientists, corporations, social media, and community organizers, and by relying on cutting-edge technology for surveillance, facial recognition, predictive policing, biometrics, and behavioral epigenetics as it's called, in which life experiences allegedly alter one's genetic makeup and could make you dangerous. This is pre-climb on an ideological scale, and it's been a long time coming. For example, in 2009, the Department of Homeland Security released two reports indicating that for the government, anyone seen as opposing the government, whether they're left, right, or somewhere in between, can be labeled an extremist. That same year, the Department of Homeland Security launched Operation Vigilant Eagle, which calls for surveillance of military veterans, characterizing them as extremists and potential domestic terrorist threats because they may be disgruntled, disillusioned, or suffering from some psychological effect of the wars or the activities they're involved in overseas. Incredibly, the reports use the words terrorist and extremist interchangeably. Fast forward a few years and you have the National Defense Authorization Act, or the NDAA as it's called, which Congress has continually re-upped, that allows the military to take you out of your home, lock you up with no access to friends, family, or the courts if you're seen as an extremist by the government. Now connect the dots. From the 2009 extremism report to the NDAA, the National Security Agency's far-reaching surveillance networks and fusion centers that collect and share surveillance data between local, state, and federal police agencies. Add in tens of thousands of armed surveillance drones that are beginning to blanket American skies, facial recognition technology that will identify you and track you wherever you go and whatever you do, and then complete the circle. Toss in the real-time crime centers being deployed in cities across America, which will be attempting to predict crimes and identify criminals before they happen based on widespread surveillance, complex mathematical algorithms, and prognostication programs, as they are called. Hopefully you're getting the picture, which is how easy it is for the government to identify, label, and target individuals as extremists. And just like that, folks, we've come full circle. 240 years after a group of anti-government extremists declared their independence from tyranny, the American people have once again managed to work their way back under the tyrant's thumb. We the people are still being robbed blind by a government of thieves. We're still being taken advantage of by a government of scoundrels, idiots, and monsters. We're still being locked up by a government of greedy jailers. We're still being spied on by a government of peeping toms. And we're still being ravaged by a government of ruffians, rapists, and killers. We're still being forced to surrender our freedoms and those of our children to a government of extortionists, money launderers, and corporate pirates. And we're still being held at gunpoint by a government of soldiers, a standing army in the form of a militarized police. As I make clear in my book, Battlefield America, The War on the American People, the building blocks for the bleak future we're just now getting a foretaste taste of were put in place by government officials that we trusted to look after our best interests and by American citizens who failed to heed James Madison's warning to take alarm at the first experiment on our liberties. For too long now, we have suffered the injustices of a government that has no regard for our rights or our humanity. We have suffered in silence far too long. Frankly, what this country desperately needs is more anti government extremists willing to take the government to task for its excesses, abuses, and power grabs that fly in the face of every principle for which America's founders risked their lives. As Thomas Paine proclaimed, it is the duty of the patriot to protect his country from its government. The Rutherford Institute is doing its part to push back against the police state and make the government play by the rules of the Constitution. But we can't fight these battles alone. To join the resistance, visit our website at www.rutherford.org and check out our library of thought-provoking commentaries, legal resources, and so much more. Subscribe to our email alerts and I will send you my weekly commentary, Rutherford press alerts, and a weekly rundown of pertinent headlines and news articles to keep you apprised of the growing threats to our freedoms. And finally, if you are able, please consider making a tax-deductible donation to the Rutherford Institute by again visiting us online at www.rutherford.org or donate using PayPal. Your donation allows the Rutherford Institute to push back against the government's power grabs, corruption, and ongoing assaults on the Constitution. Together, we can make America free again.